This is the Media Week Industry Podcast from the people at mediaweek.com.au. Welcome to a new Media Week podcast. We're going to be talking Married at First Sight today, the um, well, the new, the sixth season of the Nine reality show. It's um, Well, it started off with a bang too. Now, my special <laughs> guest today, Shelley Horton. Welcome, Shelley. Hello. Thanks for having me. Now, we've got you here because this is a sort of behind the scenes, about behind the scenes, right? <laughs> so you host Talking Married, which is a a show about Married at First Sight. Yeah, which... it's like a spin-off show where we get into a bit of the behind the scenes and a bit of extra gossip so that we can just keep that interest going because okay. let's just say that the audience is basically hungry for as much as they can get. <laughs> now, of course, we're going to talk all things married, but towards the end of the podcast, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about Shelley and what she's been up to. She doesn't know oh, this yet. I but, uh, we'll sort of, we'll, <laughs> you got me we'll, on my toes already. We'll talk about her background a little bit and how she's carved out a, a really, what looks to me like a successful freelance career, yeah. which I'm guessing isn't all that easy to do in the media. It's exhausting. But, uh, we'll get to that <laughs> later on. So now, Married at First Sight. This is the second year of Talking Married. How did you get involved? So this Talking Married was actually a brainchild of Kerry Elstub, who was the head of Nine Honey. So Nine Honey is the sort of female-oriented website with Channel 9, and I was brought on board to do a lot of their video content, and Kerry Elstub's background is TV. So she used to EP Kerry Ann and A Current Affair and stuff like that. And so she was just like we could do a show. And uh, Helen McKay just went, yeah, we can. And all of a sudden uh, we are creating a show. So our first year last year was very much um, fly by the seat of the pants. (laughs) Jane as a party is the host and I am so grateful to have her there because she is such a TV professional. I have never actually read Autocue Live on TV before, so it was absolutely terrifying for me. And to have a director or producer speaking in your ear while it's live and you're interviewing people, I kind of felt schizophrenic. So I'm very pleased that Jane is there because she do, she's the weekend newsreader on Weekend Today, and so she's so comfortable with all of that. During the show, she's also looking up live tweets. Uh, because we're live, we get people's tweets up and stuff like that. I, I can't do that. <laughs> I'm, right. I honestly, if like there's enough multitasking going on, just knowing which camera to look into and when to smile and all that sort of stuff. So last year we had a former contestant, um, Cheryl Maitland, with us and uh, we decided this year instead of having a contestant as our third guest, what we would do is each week have a different guest, but we're going for super fans. Mm. So we had our first show last night and we had Ben Fordham. <laughs> now, you wouldn't think no, you're that 2GB, he would... <laughs> come on. I know, right? He's on air after Alan Jones and Ray Hadley. Huge Mavs fan? fan. Wow. But also good because he takes the bloke's point of view, whereas Jane and I are very much, you know, tend to side with the girls. I quite like that he... So, for example, last night he was defending... The Broxy, who is the guy who gave up and that gave that terrible best man speech, which mentioned Viagra and all of that sort of stuff, which is my worst nightmare. He was defending him, just going, oh, come on, we've all got a mate like that. And I, I couldn't even believe it. So each week we'll have a different guest. Next week I can let you know that it's Rosie Waterland and she rose to fame because she was doing all of the Bachelor recaps mm-hmm. and now she's turned her attention to Married at First Sight. So she uh, will certainly terrify me because we are live and I have no idea what she'll say, but it'll be fun. Have you watched 
talk, uh, no, not talk, what, what, have you watched Married since year one? Yes, yep. yes. Okay. I've watched since year one and I didn't like it as much at the start when it was very, a lot more of that sort of observational so documentary. I started sort of with a style. handful of episodes in this first Yeah, year and, um, and, I, yeah, it was a bit more then fly on the wall. And then the they, format. yeah, yep. exactly. It's like, you want fries with that? <laughs> um, I've actually loved the way that it's progressed. And it's getting to that point, though, where I'm like, how can you top it? This is actually, last year, I could not believe how obsessed everyone got with it. I was in Woolies with my, <laughs> you know, groceries, and this woman walked up to me, <clears throat> didn't even say hello or anything, but just went, Sarah and Telv, do they stay together? <laughs> it's like I was a drug dealer handing out married at first sight goss. So it's amazing how much breakthrough it's had. And it's just one of those things I think it's a water cooler conversation. Everyone needs to be across it if you want to be part of the conversations at work the next day. Tell me when you – now I guess you – because you go to air live after the show, you must preview yeah. the episodes prior, right? But here's the thing. <laughs> I'm not watching ahead. Oh, you're not? Okay. No. So, so you still what, want to do it week by week? Yes, because like last year when Davina and, and Dean had that big, you know, affair, my opinion of them changed in that second and I can't, I'm, I'm not an actor. I can't go back and pretend that I haven't seen that and just ask them. I'd be all like, so let's discuss morals. You know, I, I couldn't help myself. So I'm actually, and same with Jane, we're watching it as the public's watching it so that our opinions and everything is very authentic. Um, very hard though because we have access to those episodes. We could mm. watch them. So it's actually showing tempting, huge yeah. self-control <laughs> that I don't cheat ahead. The other hilarious thing is my husband, not a fan of the show. Like he, you know, thinks it's trash, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> so I was watching on my computer in bed last season because I watched the screeners and I just kept laughing and gasping and everything. And then finally he just went, oh, pull the headphones out. I've got to watch. Now he's addicted. Oh, really? Already. Oh, wow. So he watched the first three episodes with me on the weekend and he was just like, oh, it's a better season already. Like he's, he's instantly an expert. It's hilarious. Yeah. So it's glad, glad to hear you keeping it real. Now tell me <laughs> when you watch a show, when you know you've got to talk about it professionally afterwards, both – on air live, and yeah. then you do a podcast as well. Yeah, I'm guessing you watch it in a different way. Yeah, you, do you really need a do. Pen and a pad, and it sounds really you, lame, but a, I do. Because yeah. So what? When I first started, because it was my first time, you know, hosting a TV show, and I was pretty excited. <laughs> uh, I can't, you know, I would watch the show just for pleasure first. Right. Then I'd go back and watch it and take notes. Now I'm like I'm really busy running my own business as well, so I actually watch it with the time code and just jot down notes because the thing is too, last year I'd say to my podcast producer, oh, you know that bit at the wedding where they did that? And he'd have to try and find it. Whereas now it just streams like streamlines everything if I can jot down notes. What I do though is after I've done my my prep, I still watch it go live to air because I love watching the tweets. They are brutal, mm. but they are so funny. So I kind of feel like I'm getting double entertainment with the small screen as well as as the big screen watching on TV. Yeah. Where does it go live from? At it, out at Nines? Yes, studios? at Willoughby, yeah. yes. Okay. So I think it's the only thing live probably on that channel, isn't it, Nine Live? Yes, it is. Which is yep. home to some great re, um, real estate A lot of renovation, property, that sort of um, stuff, and yeah. And a lot of US reality as well. Yes, yeah. And, and it was a really big deal for us. I was quite pleased that we were on Nine Live because I kind of thought of it as a 
off-Broadway, mm-hmm. you know, because if you're on the main channel and you don't do well, then you can be gone in two episodes. Whereas we were very lucky last year. We built and built and built and we ended up um, being the number one multi-channel um, show for all of them, like out of seven, nine, mm. ten, um, which we're super proud of. And this year we're hoping that we'll build again. This year something that's a little bit different is they're also doing um, like a – a repeat, a, a an encore on the main channel at ten o'clock on Channel Nine. So that actually oh of of our talking. show, oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. So basically, it goes married at first sight. Then they've got their medical drama, Maybe New Amsterdam, New Amsterdam, night, yep. and then Talking Married comes on as well. So um, even that, oh, that's good. we you know we get extra eyeballs mm. on that. Yeah, you know, I saw last night. I think it was. 93,000 Metro, but that might have only been just the one of the channels. I'm not sure if that was, would have been I both of them I don't think it counts both, yeah. I mean, it, the ratings were a little bit down on last year's, that which kind of breaks my heart, and that's something that I have to get used to when you host a show. Um, I'm not, I've never felt more responsible than I do now. But also, we really learned from last year that it builds. Mm. And you've got to understand that people, you know, they, as soon as we start getting to the dinner parties and the, you know, that sort of thing, that's where a lot of the drama um, kicks in and that's when people will be wanting to get those extra bits of tidbits. Yeah, I guess we should point out, though, that it is still the number one show on TV by a considerable margin. Yeah. And, um Two episodes this week, over a million in the metro markets, which is yes, and I believe really last year. Anymore. Well, I believe last year it took them nine episodes to get to a million. Okay. So for their first one to get one point two million, like I think there would be some nine executives doing happy dances. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm causing a bit of pain elsewhere yeah. at, at, at the opposition, I guess. Tell me what's what's the cast look like for this year? I mean, it looks pretty good. I mean, but. At this stage of the year, you look at them and you think they're all pretty normal. Well, I know, but are they? they, Who's normal enough to go on a show like this, you know? (laughs) The good thing I think for me this year is I don't want it to be all crazy people fighting with each other because that doesn't feel real to me. I need to have some hope. (laughs) I I love love and I think the best thing is we've got – Cam and Jules, who was our first wedding, she's the redhead, you know, voluptuous businesswoman and he's the former cricketer. And it honestly was like love at first sight. It was so amazing. And I love the way the families react and things like that. So, like, her mum was crying. Like, stuff. I just get so soppy with stuff like that. Then on the flip side, you've got a little bit of the crazy. So we've got Cyrell and... Um, She's Filipino and she's married to Nick and he's a testicular cancer sufferer. So, sorry, um, survivor. Right. And um, she's got a crazy family. And her brother Ivan nearly stopped the wedding because he was so against it. So you certainly get the drama there. But for me, I think it needs to have that nice balance where you've got some that you want to believe are going to, you know, be together further and some that you're like, please, what are they doing? <laughs> But the thing is, you know, talking to John Aiken, the the relationship expert, he said, you know, even though some of them may be opposites, there are reasons we put them together because they'll balance each other out. We'll see. Uh, some of them are perhaps more media savvy than others. Yeah. Well, we've got a talent agent, Melissa, and Heidi, who's a radio announcer this year. Is that Should that be the case or not necessarily? Um, Heidi's one of my favourites. <laughs> I've got to tell you straight up. Um, I think she's fabulous. I also think that it's, yeah, I think it's actually great to know a bit about the media so that you're not getting bamboozled by it. Melissa, the talent agent, 
Hmm. I'm not a fan. And I've got to say, <laughs> if she was my talent agent, I would sack her because, Ooh. like, she was two hours late to her own wedding because she slept oh, in. Dear. You don't want an agent who does things like that. So I'm not sure if it's going to help her career or not. Um, for me, I think, you know, forewarned, go for it. Like, I don't have an, an issue with that. I think Heidi certainly, um, because she's a radio announcer, she gives great TV comments. But it doesn't really control her actions and everything. I mean, she's the one who had to pee in a cup because her mm. wedding dress was too tight. That was a bit scary, wasn't it? You, I think I, you said your cup runneth over. Then you, runneth then you moved your glass across the desk <laughs> away from her in case That's you... Right. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. The, now tell me when you – so you don't watch the show ahead. No. But the contestants you have on, of course, know what happens. Yes. The relationships experts also know yes. what happens. Now, last night, did John Aiken yeah. sort of give something away, a well, slip of the tongue? Would, and do Jane picked was, him up on it. Yeah, do you think that was deliberate or...? No. I think that what he said was he was speaking generally and he said um, when they break up, mm. it breaks our heart. Are you sure? Uh, well, <laughs> but he wasn't re- referring to a particular couple. Oh, wasn't he? No, oh, he's talking, it was, right. he was just talking generally. And Jane, okay. you know, because Jane has a So I think it was about um, Heidi and her man, wasn't it? Or it was it after a scene. It could have been. That they'd been um, on, I think. But, you know, they were. Well, they, look, they looked reasonably they matched those two. Didn't they were they? handsy last night. Were they? So that's the sort of thing that, was that? you're watching. And this is like after it's all over, right? Yeah. They've, so, yeah, they I guess that's, that's the a good, isn't it? Because. You show them, first of all, you show them waiting to come on in yeah. the green room or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Then they're on set with yeah. you. And I guess, yeah, given that this is this is a couple of months after the finale, right? It's a couple of months after the finale, but the reunion was only a couple of weeks ago. Oh, was it okay? Yeah. Okay. But, but still, they that can give you show. some insight, can't it, yes. into maybe uh, and I am, post-show You should see me. I'm like Nancy Drew. I'm <laughs> checking to see if they're wearing wedding rings. I'm seeing if they're, you know, touching. I'm listening in makeup to see if they go, what have you been doing the last month? Because that means they haven't been together, you know. I'm, I'm, I think I'm like a regular viewer where I'm just trying to pick out clues out of everything. Do you think, and you might know this, I'm not sure, mm. do you think they get a lot of media training? I guess they like to keep them reasonably raw for the show. I don't think they get any media show. training. Really? Okay. I have a media training company. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wish they would come to me. Mm. No, I don't think they have any media That's training. That's probably good, is it, I, for the show then? Yes, so? because you don't want them like a politician giving – practiced answers. You need them to be pretty raw. I think what, and I don't, I actually don't know, and I haven't asked publicity this, but I think the only thing they are told is take yourself back to the wedding day and you only talk about that. You don't talk about anything else. So, which would be hard for people who aren't trained media professionals, um, but they seem to do pretty well. And, and none of them slip up that much that you are, that you know that it's over. It's more that they get paparazzi shots that <laughs> reveal things. Right. Now, is there something different about the format this year? Yeah, we've gone to one hour. <laughs> no, no, well, you, but I mean, and, and, the, oh, and the mothership as well. Yeah, so married at first sight, the difference is it's bigger and longer. So it used to be 10 weeks yep. and now it's 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, they have done a couple of different things and I don't know Was exactly. Was there always 10 couples? There wasn't, was there, there wasn't that many, was there? Or no, they've added there? extra added, couples. Yep. They also have are starting to do things where they set them challenges where they haven't done that in previous seasons. And I know one challenge, which is not giving anything away, is they all go like on a holiday to 
somewhere, like the Gold Coast. All so 20 of them? All of them. Oh, wow. So I – and that's the – that, those, those episodes work well. They're all together, don't they? All right. together is where you get the fireworks So it used to be just the dinner parties. Now they're yes. sort of extra. So I think they're together. seeing that you're getting, you know, the great content from when they're all together yeah. rather than when it's just the couples by themselves. So I, I don't know – if they do that more than once, I again, I'm trying not to get into that sort of thing because again, I I don't want to know so that I'm absorbing it as the the public is. But um, yeah, I think and something John said last night, which I don't, I honestly, hand on my heart, don't know. He said that the experts' ethics are tested mm. this season, like the, and they've never had their ethics tested before. So I don't know what that means. Mm. I'm thinking it's going to be a cheating scandal. Because the uh, the PR does say it's the most explosive season yet. Yeah. And they've had a few good blow-ups previously, had, oh my haven't goodness. they? I can't believe it can get more explosive. The other thing that, that John Aiken said was um, the women this season are more outrageous and more outspoken than they've ever had before and that they don't believe in the sisterhood, which breaks my mm. heart – um, so I, I'm, I'm thinking that because last year, because of the Davina, Dean, Tracy love triangle, that we might have people who are more in it for themselves and thinking they can pick and choose like it's wife swap <laughs> versus actually committing to, you know, trying it out of marriage. Yeah. I don't know though. Wow. Crazy. The, cause you see, I mean, you have the couples on when they come on, they're quite normal. There are scenes during the season where they have massive blues and yeah. you quite question their sanity. I mean, does that in a way sort of mirror real life where, where couples do have real big blues and then yeah, they've think, got to carry on because it's not a relationship busting. Yeah. Although on this show sometimes it, it is. But, <laughs> but it's, well, in real life it can be too, I guess. But but often an argument is sorted out and you get on with your life, don't you? Yeah. So. And also I think if you've got cameras following you, 24 hours mm. a day, like you do end up getting so comfortable that you fall into Just, natural patterns of having a fight and having a Barney and stuff like that. Obviously, you know, if I have a fight with my husband, it's done behind closed doors and I go to work the next day and no one knows about it and we're fine. So it, I guess it was. it's basically just like picking the scab off every marriage uh, in Australia and you'd probably find those Barneys. Mm. I would hope that if I was filmed 24 hours a day, I would still be aware enough to go, we will talk about this later, you know. <laughs> but I don't know. I haven't been in that situation. Mm. Do they talk much? Do you do you have a chance to chat to them much off air at all? And do they little... talk about the process or the sort of being, you know, always observed? And do you They're think all there's fine a time with that? Yeah. yeah do you they... think they act differently? Or do they just I think they've got are... used to it? I think they... Oh, no, like how they are in the makeup room when we're chatting to them is exactly how they are when they're on air. Mm. Um, last night I was sitting next to Ning when we were having our hair done and I had seen the episode. She hadn't seen it when, I mean, she was pretty rude to Mark. Um, I think that truly came from nerves and her, you know, a bit of self-sabotage. But when we were, in, she was in the chair beside me, she was saying all those one-liners and zingers naturally, but because she was relaxed, they were quite funny. In the situation of the wedding, they weren't funny at all. So I think that Ning might be one that actually 
becomes a bit of a favourite because I think she is naturally quite funny. It was just a terrible situation. And she got a lot of hate online last night, like some pretty awful comments. And so on the fly with our live show, um, we decided that we needed to actually say something like, remember, these are human beings. Like we Mm -hmm. don't be a keyboard warrior. But at the same time, Ning was like, she was a bit bruised by it, but she also was just like, water off a duck's back. Look, I've got to own it. That's what I did. I'm embarrassed and I apologize for that, but that was the situation. So I don't know, sometimes I, you know, want to rip them to shreds like (laughs) Dean last year. And then sometimes I kind of want to give them a cuddle and protect them a little bit. Just just while you've raised that, the, the subject of socials, there's always a lot of talk about trolls and all this sort yeah. of stuff. And I mean, I sometimes think, you know, if you're going to go on there, be prepared. Don't be too yeah. naive. I sometimes think that's maybe a bit not the right thing to say, but I sometimes think, well, toughen up, you know, and it's just someone having a laugh often. And I I agree. Um, and I think that some of those contestants are going there on there because they want Instagram followers <laughs> and not every follower is going to be a fan. Mm. You know, like you got to take the good with the bad. I've been trolled before because I have to give my opinion on TV yeah. and often it's a lot of people don't agree with me. If it's a couple, it's all right. But I had uh, one situation where I was getting death threats and rape threats mm. and I'm going to come and bash you and well, stuff like wrong, that. And, I, and that was nearly 500 in one day. And I, from that, I actually went and spoke to a psychologist because I was just getting teary and I just realised that, this is affecting me and I'm strong, so I, I better sort it out. And he was great. It was actually Dr. Happy from the Happiness Institute, Dr. Tim Sharp. And he just gave me this great advice, which is I often give to the contestants if they are having some trouble. Look at the person who's written, you know, something horrible. Do you know them? No. Um, th- and, and think about your actions. Are you f- happy with what you did or said? Is your employer happy with what you did or said? Are your family and friends supporting you? You know, do you know this person? Um, and w- and if you don't, why does their opinion count? And it comes back to you should have a list of 10 people whose opinions count to you and they're the ones that you use as your touchstone. So it when, once you do that, it kind of is easy to just deflect it. Let it go. Yeah. Yeah. The hard thing is like everyone says block and delete, but to do that, you have to read it. Mm. So it's a little bit of a double-edged sword. Um, but look, I think everyone's going to take care of their mental health. I don't know anyone in my circle of friends who would troll. So I kind of don't know who these people are. I think of them of when I started my career, they were the people who would write a letter to the newspaper, you know, <laughs> that's the kind of thing. There's not that many people who would do that. I think because of social media, they've got an outlet and they can just have a voice that they haven't had before. And sometimes the power goes to the head. I think, I mean, I'm lucky I don't get any, but but Media Week gets included as a hashtag on some uh, right. on like when something rates poorly, everybody piles on, yeah, 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 and slams, and they often we just get sort of lumped in with it. But some of the stuff's actually funny. I mean, some of it's it, hilarious. It can be mean, but you Look, sort of chuckle at some it, of it's quite clever. Seriously, <laughs> and that's why I like watching the Twitter feed with Married at First Sight because some of the gifts and comments that mm. they make make me laugh out loud. Like it is an actual. Physical laugh out loud. People are clever. Mm. And, yeah, 
I don't think that that's trolling. That's actually mm. witty and, um, so, yeah, it might be a bit mean, mm. but it's funny. I'm fine with that. Sure. Um, what, in regards to love, what's the recent track record like oh, on the show? It's not great, is it's it? It's not great. <laughs> it's very Have disappointing. Have we got any couples? Not now. We really? had a couple. They had a baby and now they've split. Really? The, and how far back does this go? All of them. All, all, oh I my know, James. Lord. All of them. I didn't. I knew it wasn't great. I no, thought it's there not might great. have been someone hanging. Yeah, <laughs> no. No. Uh, yeah. Poor, well, uh, these the relationship poor experts. experts. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to have to pick up. I, I feel like they've got the same track record as like a weather person. Like they never get the weather right. Mm. What's going on? Yeah. And yet we listen to them every night. Um, yeah, there's, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we might have one or two this season that go the distance, but that's the thing you never know. It's a pressure cooker. Cause they, I mean, they talk pretty seriously, don't they? It's John, Mel and Dr. Trish. And Trish, yeah. Yeah. Do they, I mean, have you got a favourite? Can I ask I you that? I love John. Do you? Yeah. See, I've actually worked, used John in stories that I've written for okay. probably 10 years. Have so, they become a bit more showbiz over the journey or are they still pretty authentic? They're very their, authentic. Their, their I think profession. the difference is, I mean, I, I know that they have to take it seriously because they are practicing psychologists and, you know. This so they is, have their own practices as yes, well as. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And. And Trish, I forget her her qualification, but it's like forensic psychologist or something. Okay. So she does the stuff where it's like you neuropsychotherapist. Neuropsychotherapist. So you you um she does the pheromone smell tests to match people and stuff like that. Well, where we're, we're stolen back up. <laughs> she does what? <laughs> Basically, it's it's a science where you get someone to wear a t shirt for like two days or wear it to bed, or whatever, and not use any deodorant, and it's your natural pheromones. Mm-hmm. Then you get someone you're going to match to them to smell like 10 different T-shirts. Oh, come on. And they see which one they're on. attracted to. You're and me that on. means it's actually a physical, you know, connection right. rather than anything to do with looks or, or status or anything like that. Yeah, I am not lying to you. So... <laughs> But wouldn't it be just the less smelly blokes? It would be. It'd be the less stinky. The person who looks after their hygiene You'd, the best. Well, you're it? not allowed to wear deodorant, so it can't even be the links effect. It, oh, okay. it has to be, you know, your scent. Mm, wow. Weird. I don't. Yeah. yeah. But I've suppose, never tried it. But that wouldn't be the sole criteria. No, no, no. That'd be one of a number that of things. One of many. Right? And you know, <laughs> I think that John and and, and Mel are, are, you know fantastic at what they do and they're actually quite kind people. So I think that they are genuinely trying to make a great match. Mm. Do we we don't have any same sex couples this not year? Not this year, no. We We've did had last year. La, um, not last year, the year, the year before. before. Okay. Uh, and that crashed and burned very quickly because they'd yeah. already dated. Mm. Because they they'd been on, you know, grinder or something like okay. that. Um I'm not sure why they haven't. I wish that they would. Something that they have this year, this season and it's becoming more and more is a lot more um, diversity within the cast. So you've okay. got lots of different nationalities and 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 also different ages and backgrounds. So some have kids, some don't, that sort of thing. Who are some of the other – do you know some of the other guests you might have on Talking Married? At the moment, we've only got Rosie Waterland locked in okay. for next week. Right. But – Here's one that's not confirmed. We haven't even asked her, but I am desperate to get her on. Who would you not expect, who's a Channel 9 star, to be a massive Married at First Sight 
fan. Can't get enough of it. Tracy Grimshaw. Tracy Grimshaw! I got it. <laughs> I got it. Wow. How about that? Gee. So we only found that out last night. So I am really hoping we can get Tracy on. Oh, she'd be great. She'd be great. Imagine her interviewing. Because uh, Ben hang around, hung around last night and when some of the contestants came on, didn't he? Imagine letting Tracy loose on the contestants too. Well, wow. no, the guest, the, the super fan stays for the entire show. Oh, they show. do? Okay, Yeah, so right. that's the plan. Which is now an hour. An hour. Double what you did last yeah, year, Yeah, yeah. Right? And so we, this, because it's double, we have oh. two lots of couples mm-hmm. plus an expert. So there's lots of room for opinion and lots of questions. Imagine Tracy. Mm. She could tear them to shreds. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, it's, it's one of those great things that I would love to have lots of the guests who genuinely love the show. Yes. And genuinely have strong opinions about it. So, you know, it's not someone just trying to fill in. It is they're bringing something to the table. So tell And also, me, if any politicians or anyone are listening, <laughs> we would love to get someone like that on. Oh, that'd be good too, wouldn't it? Someone who you wouldn't expect to Politician. be a maths fan. Yeah, yeah, mm. absolutely, absolutely. So tell me, do you currently do any other work with the Nine yeah. family, which is a lot bigger now than when you first so started working bigger. with Nine? Right? Well, I started at Fairfax. You, well, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> it was, I remember you on the Sun-Herald for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I was the gossip columnist at the Sun-Herald yeah. for six years. Um it's been amazing. So basically I was at Channel 7 as a, a regular there for eight years doing Koshy's Angels and, and the morning show and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I never really got the chance to expand that role. I was very pigeonholed into that. Um, Koshy's Angels, and actually, you know, you get those Facebook reminder memory things. It was three years ago that Koshy's Angels got axed. And so the morning that it got axed, Channel 9 called me. It was Alex Needs, you know, Alex. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So he. Ex Current Affair. Ex Current Affair. I think he was, was he Woman's Day? He, well, was he? Yeah. So he, ACP, at that stage, guess, he was, um, he was, uh, supervising producer of Today Show. And he sent me a text message and just said, heard the news about Cosby's Angels. Um, we'd love you to come in for a chat. And, I'm a very loyal person because like, I've been at Seven for so long. I was like, I didn't respond well. I said, wow, bad news travels fast. Uh, must be great for you. You get to cherry pick from 22 angels. <laughs> and uh, he wrote back, he said, yeah, we can. And we only want you. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to put my manners back in right now. <laughs> like, oops. So um, I was pretty nervous about making the move because I had just left Mamma Mia, which was my other full-time job, okay. and started my own company. And starting your own company and going freelance is terrifying. So the thought of leaving my regular, you know, three spots a week at seven to a potential at nine, I was like wanting to vomit into a bin, you know. But I got there and I'm sitting in reception at nine thinking if Jonathan Moran or any of those gossip (laughs) columnists come in to do a segment and see me, I'm screwed. I'll lose the seven job and not get the nine job and, you know, my life's over. I'll move back to Kingaroy with my parents. <laughs> um, so obviously very confident. Um, and as I was sitting in reception, Sylvia Jeffries, the newsreader, former newsreader on, on today's show, walked through and she just stopped. And I'd only met her once at a party because I was the gossip columnist. And she just went, Shelley Horton, what are you doing here? <laughs> and I was like, um, um, I've got a meeting with Mark Calvert. And she came over and gave me a bear hug and said, in whatever what, whatever shape or form, come join our family, you'll love it. 
And I was like, where do I sign? Like, I don't no, even need no, to have no, the meeting. Nice. So I was very lucky. They basically brought me over to do the same thing I was doing at seven. So today's show, today extra and weekend today. Then Nine Honey started and Kerry Elstob asked me to do video content for them as well as a column. So I started doing that. So basically it is very freelance in that I work a day and a half a week for Nine Honey and I do my three spots a week for, you know, Today Show and no. the others. Okay. But then... Kerry was like, and now we want to do Talking Married. So it's my role has expanded wow. well, really, really beautifully and it feels like very natural and all part of the way it should be. Um, and it's, yeah, it's been probably the best move of my career. And then I still get to run my business because um, so we do presentation training and media training with my husband because he does camera sound and editing. Okay. Convenient. Um, and then I, you know, I've stepped up sort of my emceeing and stuff like that. So... Very busy, but I think anyone who's a freelancer freelancer out there will know you don't say no to anything because <laughs> you never know when it's going to stop. So last year, um, I only had five weekends off in the whole year and I was very tired, <laughs> very tired. Um, so I'm trying this year to keep my weekends free at least just to get a little bit of downtime. But again, I say that and then a job comes up. I'm like, I'll do it. So we'll see. I want to ask you about one of those weekend gigs last year, which looked like it was a pretty big job, the Logies. Oh, yes. You hosted. The, I know. The, so was it was the it red nine carpet for Nine red Now. red carpet coverage. Yeah. And it was quite a long. It was two hours And you were nearly, there was, they cut to someone else. No, they didn't. They didn't. It was they just didn't. you all it the time. It was me. <laughs> So again, that's and what you happens. had to sort of look around and go I from guest to, to guest remember and fill everyone's all that time, names. Right? It was one of again. This is you know I feel like Kerry Elstob has been a bit of a guardian angel for my career because she was just like Shelley can do that, and then it's just like sink or swim. Okay, <laughs> um, the thing with me is I prepare, so I had my little Bible where I had everyone's photos and names and everything that I had just gone through and gone through and gone through because I will know all of the presenters but I'm not very good with the actors. So if it's someone from Love Child, I get the a little red bit... Red carpets can be such a tough gig. It is so hard. Because you, even those moments where the name will go a out of your head... name can go, yeah. And you, you go, hi, mate. <laughs> I had, I had um, two, like, absolute clangers. Um, one, was, it wasn't... I think it was one of the male actors from Love Child and I okay. honestly just blanked. Mm. And so I did that so... How's the show going? <laughs> Hoping that, you know, he would give me some information. Yeah, and yeah. his answers were general, going, I'm mm. loving the show. It's such a strong cast. And I'm like, <laughs> just tell me what the freaking show is. Um, but then one where I just, it was one of the internationals they brought in, oh, and okay. she was like a 13 year old dancer. I still don't even know her name, right? So I just. Oh, that just, wasn't the little YouTube. Yeah, maybe, yeah, that like, one. Nothing Nickelodeon or yeah, something. Okay. Yeah, okay, yep. I'm 45. Why the hell would I know that? (laughs) So I just, I interviewed her Mm. just going, are you excited? And then I heard her American accent. So I realized she was from overseas, but I just had nothing. And of course, what happens? Someone clips that going, oh, (laughs) Shelly was a train wreck interviewing our international star. And I'm like, you come and do it for two hours straight. There wasn't even, I couldn't have a toilet break. I couldn't, you know, I had a cameraman and I had a producer who was doing the vision switching from like 
a wide shot to a close shot who had a bottle of water with a straw in it because I couldn't mess up my lipstick. <laughs> it was crazy. But it was one of those things. It finished and I felt like I'd run a marathon and I went back to my hotel room and I took my dress off but not all my spanks and stuff because I wouldn't, wasn't going to be able to get that back on and I just sat on the bed and had a gin and tonic and just went, that was hectic. <laughs> And I had to give myself a little bit of a decompress and then I went to the party, which was fine. Yeah, because it was sort of compelling viewing because you you could tell that, well, you're <laughs> sort of here on your own here and, it, and it, because it was just being streamed live, yeah. you know, you could just, was, um, you thought, you well, like anything could happen. Going, yeah, I'm waiting for this to crash and burn. But it was good. It was great though because you got to see you know, the camera would pan around yeah, and see yeah. how the journos at work and you'd see how the red carpet works. Yeah, and also and was... sometimes you're interviewing someone and then there's someone who's more famous that you really want but you can't be rude to the person you're interviewing. Mm. So you're trying to, like, make eye contact going, wait, wait for me, wait for me. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good stuff. All right, look, that's great. Look, it's been uh, good talking to you today. Um, talking Married, weekly, um, Wednesday nights, Live on Nine Life. Yep. Then a repeat, repeat on the, on the primary main channel. channel mm-hmm. Straight after, pretty much. Yeah, 10 o'clock. PM. Yeah. Yep. yep. So you can watch it twice. Why not? Yeah. And then Married at First Sight, um, having a, a brilliant year yeah. so far, right? Strap yourself in, people. Yeah. <laughs> I basically feel like I am married to Married at First Sight for the next three months. Nothing yeah, else well, will exist so. in my world. We, we'll be counting on you. I mean, look, I, t- to me, I really enjoy talking married. I I'm I can't give up all my nights watching. It's a lot. You know, yeah. 90 minutes every night, but I can, I can, I love what you guys oh, do. Thanks, Jane. And you can tune in. And you sound like my mum. My mum's like, I'm not big on the, the big show, but I really <laughs> like watching you. I just need to see how your hair is. <laughs> That's a supportive mum, you know. Yeah. Well, good on her. <laughs> Shelley, thanks a lot. Thank you.